0: All right, guys, today I get to interview Jason Van Orden, and we're going to be talking about scaling your business. Jason is a coach that helps entrepreneurs scale their business through more scalable methods, the Scalable Genius Method, in fact. So, Jason, thank you much so much for coming on the show. Let's dive into it. What do you find are some of the main problems that entrepreneurs face in terms of scale? Is it just you know trading time for money or, or take us into that?
1: Yeah, well, the – Entrepreneurs I work with most these days are coaches and consultants, and so they are starting out by trading time for money, and that naturally puts a bottleneck in their business. I mean, every business has bottlenecks, so the general answer to your question is bottlenecks, and it's all about identifying, well, what are those bottlenecks? And when you're early on in your business and you're the only one doing things, and particularly if you are the product and you are the one that's delivering the value to the client, then uh, that puts an inherent limitation on how much you can deliver, how much you can do, how much time and energy you can dedicate to each client. And so that's one of the things I endeavor to do after they've reached a certain point in their progress, and they've you know figured out who their client is, how to deliver results to that client. You know, making getting making decent money, but now they're ready for it to be more consistent and they're trying to figure out how do I take my business model, how do I shift my business model to open up that next level of income and impact? And so that's uh, where I come in with my scalable genius method and help them do that. So uh, yeah, definitely that, that time for money trap can be a big bottleneck for uh, all kinds of entrepreneurs and particularly those who are selling their time for money at, at the beginning.
0: Cool. Let's start to break out the method a little bit. So can you kind of tell me like, what are the components? How many, is it like, how many steps? How, how is it broken out?
1: Yeah. So like the, the initial thing that I helped them do, there, there's three pillars to it essentially. And the first one is that, well, so if we, if we zoom out for a second, and just look at the business uh, model, you know, you got to know your ideal client. You got to know what are the outcomes that they want. You've got to have some kind of good offer to deliver those outcomes um, to them. You need to have obviously marketing and sales, um, And so, you know, you can look at any of those pieces when it comes to to scalability. And a good thing to look at first is your delivery. And again, I'm speaking most specifically about coaches and consultants. So delivery of value to their clients, because if they can compress the amount of time that it takes for them to deliver the same results or even better results to their clients, that frees up a lot of time for either of them to enjoy things in their lifestyle, do things, uh, other things in the business that they prefer doing, um, or you know, put more time into marketing and sales to grow the business as well. Just,
0: just to be so, clear, when you say delivery, you're not talking about the results. The clients get results faster. It's It's the amount of time it takes the business owner to deliver that value is that is that accurate yeah
1: so so working with the client so the client comes on and whatever that process is that you use whether that's through live one-on-one coaching calls whether that's uh yeah so it's it's your process delivering that process guiding them through that process for getting to the results that they're looking for and uh actually process i mean that's that's the first of three pillars of the scalable genius method is that you need to have a you need to have codified a specific process for that you use your approach you know so it's it's unique to each coach or consultant they've got I mean sure they probably use some same tools or have you know different things that they're pulling from but still there's their specific uh perspective that they bring their specific set of tools that maybe they've created their uh perspective their specific experience that they're drawing from as well and a lot of coaches and consultants are carrying that all up here in their head. And they're thinking, well, hey, you know, I just show up in the room and I'm intuitive and I work with my clients and I just pull out the knowledge or the thing that they need in that moment for where they want to go. But the problem is you end up customizing work for every single client that you're working with. And that's, that's going to be really hard to scale if you're customizing the solution and the process for every client. So it's important to really step back, pull that out of your, your head and, and really write it out That's like, here are the milestones that I take people through so that then you can zoom in each of those milestones and create the specific tools. And especially there's things that you're saying all the time on the phone, working with clients, the same things for different clients. It's like, that's where you need to offload that into perhaps some little video trainings or something that you can point them to. So you don't have to spend that time on the phone going over those things. So that's the first pillar is you got to have that signature process down. Not only does it make it more consistent and easier to deliver results, and then you're able to better optimize and improve those results over time, it frees up a lot of your time. It also becomes a really important marketing and sales tool because much like a book, when you write a book, it kind of shows like, hey, I've thought about this. I've I've got, you know, so sort of a set of knowledge I put together in an ordered way to deliver this knowledge to you. By having that signature process and marketing with it you can even brand it in fact that's you know the scalable genius method that's one of my signature processes it's something that i have diagrams for it's something that i use in marketing i use in sales i use for my uh, uh coming up with the curriculum for my programs it's something i use to guide all of my clients to their results so that's the first step of signature process then you need to wrap that into a scalable offer so what i mean by that is you. you're Often that means shifting from only doing one-on-one to shifting to something that's more of a group program. Now, there's a lot of different formats that that can take, and it's really a spectrum all the way from like the totally customized one-to-one here to the do-it-yourself, I'll just give you the digital course, go through it on your own, which for a lot of people isn't very effective. And then there's all these sliders in between where you can decide like, okay, how much access do they get to you or team members? Do they get access to each other? How do they access the information that we need to convey? And come up with something that doesn't require so much of your time to deliver the same results to every single uh, client that you bring on. And when you've done that in the right way, well, now you can serve three times five, 20 times as many clients and cut your workload in half. And then the third pillar is you got to have a client hub. Every time somebody comes to work with me, whether they're one on one client, or whether they're in one of my group programs, they get a login to a client hub that gives them access to very specific training and tools and templates, so that whatever we've decided is their next action within the program or within working with me directly, I'm pointing them there to go through the process. And then they're just sending specific things to me that they've already thought through with the help of my tools. And I can give feedback much more quickly and check in on our progress much more easily. So with a signature process wrapped up in a scalable offer and then also aided by a client hub that's online holding those digital tools and training and things like that, suddenly you can unlock this capacity to serve so many more people and therefore have a much bigger income and
0: impact. So let's talk about the creation of that, because I think a lot of these concepts are fairly intuitive. Um, obviously, they're significantly harder to implement, probably, than they are to just say. Um, so, like, uh, short of somebody, like, having to coach 10,000 coaching clients to figure out what those things are, and then, like, what's, what's the most efficient way for an online coach to develop this, um, you know, when they feel at the beginning, like, their business has to be custom?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, early on, it's very normal for your business to have a lot more experimentation in it. You know, so you might start out working with a variety of types of clients, kind of feeling out where you create your greatest value. When I left, left my last business, which I'd done for over 10 years, and it was an educational business for entrepreneurs. And it was like lots of online courses and things. I struck out to work with coaches and consultants rather than beginning entrepreneurs. And I spent the first like year or two working with a variety of people doing different things to figure out like, where do I want to really niche myself in where do I create the greatest value? What do I enjoy most? Who do I enjoy working with most? And so you need to get through that experimental phase first, figuring out, oh, this is my ideal client so that you're very focused in your marketing, in your sales, in your delivery, and figuring out what are the outcomes that they want most and then kind of dialing in like, oh, this is the best way to get them results. Once you've done that, you know, that might be the first year. Some people might first be first two or three years, whatever it takes, it takes. Now, at that point, that's where now you need to start thinking about, well, once you know the ideal client, you know the outcomes that they are actively looking for that you can help them with, then it's time to start creating that uh, signature method. And it might sound intuitive and obvious, but you'd be surprised how many coaches and consultants actually haven't thought through what their standard process is for delivering results. So a really easy way to get started with that at first is just to kind of zoom yourself out write down what are those top two or three core outcomes if you think of it like a diagram two or three core outcomes that they want to reach here's where they're at and hopefully you've defined well like the ideal person is at this point when they start with me and then you just start thinking about well what are the milestones that lead up to those core outcomes right and so at first, you know, there might be some kind of like assessment that you do or some kind of planning and goal setting that you do, or, you know, it's going to be different depending on what your, your industry is and the type of clients that you work with. But if you start thinking through that's it's like, OK, well, we need to plan this or create this. OK, now we need to, to launch that. We need to test this. We need to. So, for instance, when I'm working with a client to help scale their business. One of the first things we do is we usually do some work around customer research and nailing down that ideal client profile even more because sometimes they're still a little fuzzy on it. Then we dive into doing some very specific messaging uh, work to figure out okay, well, I call them hooks. We come up with three hooks that when we talk about these things through the cha- our marketing channels, that brings our ideal clients out of the woodwork cuts through the noise, grabs their attention and gets them leaning in to hear more. Well, once we've got that, now we can wrap that in a strategy of like, okay, well, do we have a lead magnet freebie offered? We have some kind of experience that we, so these are like, I'm just like kind of giving an idea, like these are milestones. So like ideal client profile, messaging hooks, okay, lead generation strategy, you know, and these are the ones now, it's not to say that it always has to be linear all the way through. You might have some people come in and they're already a couple of the milestones in. And so you can start them there. Or based on their needs, maybe you you do, you know, it's still modular. You can still say, hey, we're going to go here and you don't need that one as much. So we'll go past it and move on forward. But you still planned it out uh, in a way that's easy for you to dependably repeat and deliver those results that they're looking for and optimize each piece as you go. Then from there, you can turn it into curriculum. You can turn it into a book. You can, you know, now you've got an asset that really can be leveraged in a lot of different ways to reach and serve the audience that, uh, that, that, that you're focused on.
0: And so obviously it's, it's a mapping of the entire process, right? From a visual perspective to, to the content creation it's, and then it's obviously creating systems around the things that you do more than once what is the breakthrough? Like, so so the clients you work with, like what actually gets them to take action on doing this? Is it, is it analysis of the pain they're feeling? Like what's causing them to take action?
1: Yeah. They, they, they show up because they've hit a plateau in their business or they see one not too far away. So they're maxed out on how many clients they can work with. Some of them are at the point where like, I think I want to launch some kind of group program. Some of them actually don't know what they need to change in their, um, in their business model. Right. And some of them are, you know, they're, they're being pulled between sales and marketing and serving clients and they keep getting yanked between the three. It feels like one's always getting neglected and that's holding them back from moving forward. And so that's the, the pain point. So the desire is to get to where, you know, they want to make a consistent income at a higher level, you know, like consistent five-figure months or double whatever five-figure their months they're already at. And they want to reduce their workload. So those are the two core outcomes over here that they, that they come to me wanting. Now, there are things that they, like I said, that they might already have in mind that they need to do. They might know, yeah, my messaging seems off a little bit. Uh, people don't seem to understand what it, I'm not getting enough ideal clients. Uh, something's broken in my sales or I don't like my sales process. I avoid it. And so then that's not as consistent as it needs to be. So from there, there might be different obstacles that they see in their way. And of course me as the, as the, you know, the, the coach, I can also see, well, typically these are other things that also might be in your way of, of opening up your business model to have more capacity to serve higher level of clients. But that's, that's typically the pain point that they're, that they're coming with. And they're like, I do I, not enough ideal clients, not consistent enough sales, and not enough time to attend to all the different pieces of my business. So how am I supposed to get to that higher income with lower workload? And it's not sustainable the way I'm doing it right now. So I need somebody to give me a process, zoom out, help me identify what it is that I need to shift in my business model to get to where I'm going.
0: You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven figure strategies and got an inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us, and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. In your business, Obviously, I'm assuming you're doing this for your business. Like, what? What? How long did that journey take you? Like, to to discover that idea, to actually get to implementation. Um, for my own signature methods. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in this current business, um, let's see, I struck out on my uh, from my last business in like 2016, 2017. So I've been doing this since then. Um, And, you know, they're they're ever evolving things, too. Like I said, it's a lot easier to optimize once you've once you've laid out the thing. So I'd say the um, I mean, the 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 scalable um, scalable genius method you know, I, that was actually more recently that I branded in that way. It's stuff I've been doing for the last four or five years. But then finally, I just had this like click of like, oh, I'm going to name it this and present it in this way and use it this way in my sales. So but it's stuff that I started creating frameworks. And that's that's usually one of the first pieces is you're creating repeatable frameworks whether that you know it might be something as simple as a worksheet or it might be like hey here are the four pieces that we need to be putting together the three pillars and so with those building blocks in place you know then you start connecting them in different ways and so from those milestones you get to zoom in and go like well what do they need to reach that milestone and and nothing more so one thing is like we can easily overwhelm our clients with way too much stuff but if i know that first milestone is hey we got to get the the clear uh, ideal client profile i only want things to go into that milestone that are reaching for that goal that are getting that activity done that action done as opposed to like anything else that's going to confuse from that and you'd be surprised how often we like strip stuff out of people's process with their clients or their courses their programs and things cuz it just doesn't need to be in there once they're clear it's like oh this is actually you know the 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 streamlined stripped down way of getting them to results as quickly as possible. Um, so anyway, coming back to your question about how long might take, you know, a you know, couple of years in, I was already starting to build frameworks as I was consulting one-on-one with people. And every time there's a pain point, I create a framework for it, I'd create another one, another one, another one. And then I started, you know, it was that experimentation phase. And I'd say that lasted for a couple of years, but then I launched a, a scalable group offer around that. And so I'd say, you know, in my third year as a coach uh, with this per- current business, I had version, we can call it version one of my signature method, um, yeah. for, for what I do right now. And then it's continued to evolve and, and optimize since, since then. Um, but that gives you a little bit of a timeline.
0: Yeah, totally. And I know like anytime you do a job for the first time, it's like, it takes you 10 hours. And then by the time you do it the hundredth hundred time, it takes you two hours or it's like a fifth. It's like crazy how much you can compress time when you do it for your clients. Like, does it take them two or three years or like how much time compression happens for clients? that you coach to go to get into a scalable method?
1: Well, so it depends on like, you know, how how I've, in fact, I have a client I started working with a couple of weeks ago. Um, it It can definitely vary, but she's been in business maybe about a year and a half. And in one hour, like we really nailed down her signature method. And she came away from that going like, man, I am so much clearer now about how to talk about what it is that I do, how to uh, explain it to people. I'm a lot clearer now on how I know what kind of content I need to be creating. Because inside of that, with that ideal client profile and the signature method inside of that is like, well, here is what we need to be talking about in terms of those outcomes, in terms of, um, you know, what are they? What are the benefits and results they're going to be experiencing along the way as well? Um, so, like a lot of times, if you have already nailed down, here's my ideal client, and you know how to deliver some results to them, you can get version one of your signature method put together in a matter of an hour or two, if you want. So, um, you know, it can it can because all that knowledge is up there. It's just like a lot of times they just need someone else or a structure to start pulling those pieces out and putting it together in a way, both visually as well as linearly. Um, so that now they, they have that clarity about what it is that they offer, what it is that they do.
0: Yeah. In that process, what do you find typically is unclear for people. Is it, is it themselves? Is it the, the brand of the company? Is it their offer?
1: Yeah. So there's a few different things. Sometimes, uh, Sometimes it's that they haven't really gotten clear about who the ideal client is, and so then there's some help there. So uh, just today, uh, before this, I was having a meeting with uh, a client where they've worked with two different types of of clients right now, and they knew that it's like they were spreading themselves too thin, and they were going to need to choose one direction or the other. So I'm helping them run some experiments and do some things to figure out where that is. So that's that's what you know why I said like often that's the first step in the milestone. Some people come really clear, and so we we can skip that step and move forward. The other thing that uh, often is unclear is they haven't really identified what those core outcomes are that the people are buying from them, which seems odd because, of course, they're still bringing people in and getting them results. But sometimes we don't realize in the mind of our client, what is it that they, that brought them to us? What was going on for them that instigated them needing to go and find some support, a solution, a way forward? What was it about our approach that made them think, that's the approach for me? What is it that they most wanted on the other side of like, they want these outcomes, but then there's reasons why they want those outcomes after that. Right. They want to write a book because, well, then they want to go and have a speaking career and that book's going to be the ticket to doing it. Right. As a, like an, as an, as an example. So that ideal client profile stuff, even for coaches and consultants who have been in business for a couple of years, delivering great results is they just haven't had, had somebody help them put the words to it in the same language that their ideal clients use so once we've identified that then it gets a lot easier to start plugging things into well here's what the process looks like here's a visual model for displaying that and showing to people you know why they should work with you because they're here and they want to be here and here's the gap in between and your method is the bridge across that yeah. gap right or showing them how they can get to those results in a way that they didn't realize. Yeah. You know what? You might not have realized that what you really needed was this, this and this. And that's why a lot of people have, you know, struggled to get there, but guess what? My method plugs in those things. So now, so you can see how your messaging gets a lot clearer, a lot more compelling. So those are some of the biggest things right there is being clear about who they're serving, the language that they use, and what are the real outcomes that they're actually buying from you when they come to work with you.
0: Yeah. And so part of, of scale is is being able to have the brand identity, the process, all those things laid out. Part of it's obviously bringing in the traffic. Do you guys handle the traffic as well or is it just primarily the preparation?
1: So I wouldn't say that I'm specifically a traffic person, although a lot of times when people come to work with me, they have more because they haven't put together um dialed in their their messaging sometimes you're just a few tweaks in your messaging away to pulling more people in that are already in your orbit Mm -hmm. right and another another methodology that i teach is called the gravity method which because once they have that scalable offer they're probably going from getting referrals and what I call network level marketing and find client attraction to now, they need to go to an audience level. They need to be building that list, building that community, bringing people into their orbit, keeping them there until they're ready, identifying who's ready and start moving them through a well thought out customer journey. And so a lot of times the there are people there to bring in, if they need more clients, it's just those tweaks in the messaging or being clear about the outcomes that they're selling and having a better way to communicate those things. Or now having an offer that is better framed for who it is they ideally want to be working with. Because again, they're not just like customizing the offer to every single person that they that they work with. So those things alone start bringing more client attraction and enrollment in. Um, you know, with a lot of my clients that I start working with, like pretty quickly, we start putting a couple things together that not only clarify the ideal client and the messaging, but then we put an experiment out there pretty quickly to see like, let's see who we can pull in out of the woodwork that you probably already have out there and just don't realize it. Yeah. Now, if they wanted to like start driving more traffic with paid ads or something, you know, certainly strategy wise, messaging wise, I help them, but I probably referred them to like somebody who just lives and breathes that stuff because there are a lot of moving parts and it changes all the time. They want somebody who that's what they focus on. Right. If they're all like, you know, we decided TikTok was going to be a key part again, strategy and messaging and a bit to the content, but, we might bring in somebody who's like really good at getting visibility on TikTok. So there is a bridge into the traffic side, but in terms of individual channels, I think it's important to work with somebody who really specializes in the channel that you want to use to drive traffic.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is kind of like, I mean, attorneys kind of have a handle on this, right? You go talk to an attorney. They're like, Oh, that's not my field of expertise. And you go, that's my, yeah. And I've always like, at first I'm like, you're an attorney. What do you mean? It's not your field of expertise. But then you realize (laughs) like, No, these are very really different areas of law. And, and even within sales and marketing, it sounds like a lot of the functions that you're serving is a combination of branding and uh, just understanding the, the strategy and the systems of the business, which is obviously very different than TikTok marketing or cold email marketing or, or whatever. So um, what do you see as the, the changes on the horizon, you know, in, in the online coaching space in the next few years?
1: Well, we can definitely see that in the past few years, there's been a huge influx of coaches and consultants into the market. Some of that driven, a lot of it driven by, you know, COVID, people rethinking what they wanted to do in life. And I imagine that's going to keep growing. Now we'll probably see some people fall out of that. You know, I do have a lot of clients come to work with me. They're like, yeah, I started during COVID. Now I'm a couple of years into it and now I need help to figure out how to get right. And then there'll be some who's like, okay, this wasn't for me and they'll get back out of the market. So, The thing, though, to be clear, I mean, this is where this like being clear about who you're trying to reach, because you're you're very easily a commodity if you're a coach, just like in the same way, you're very easily a commodity if you're a real estate agent and sometimes a lawyer. Right. If you just look like one other divorce lawyer or just another real estate agent or just another health coach, it's going to be a lot harder. To cut through the noise get people to lean in say hey i need to hear more about what it is that you do and then want to work with you and so it's all about having positioning that brings you up above the the noise floor now that's not just about marketing harder or being louder it's about being more clear and strategic and so what i tell people is well with their positioning we need to nail three three R's in order to help you cut out, uh, cut above. And this, you know, this is going to be increasingly more important over the next few years if you want to succeed as a coach. And the three R's are relevance, resonance, and remarkability. And relevance is you're speaking to a top of mind desire or pain point goal that they want to go towards, meaning something they're actively thinking about and looking for. And when they see it, they're going to like, yep, that's, that's important to me. You get some of my attention. We'll see if you get to keep it. Resonance is there's something about you and the way you show up and your value and your vision and the way you get them feeling or thinking that they're like, okay, you're kind of like me. And it sometimes it's as simple as like, oh, we're both parents. We're both Game of Thrones fans or whatever it might be. Because these are the clues, the cues and clues that we use as human beings to decide who do we trust. And when there's similarity, shared meaning, we go, oh, you're the kind of person I think I could trust with this. So you got to really be clear about that. You know, putting yourself into your brand and your message and how you bring about, you know, the the delivery of the relevant things that they want, and then remarkability is about having what I call the remarkability factor. Is why are you different from other people out there? I'll give you a really quick uh, example of of this. Um, actually, here's a here's a recent one. Um, this was in marketing. This is sometimes called the unique mechanism. We see it all the times, and in, in, I'll, I'll use this example. Then I'll give you a better one. But like we see it all the time in like the diet and health industry, which is really annoying. It's like market sophistication is it's called you know people get tired of hearing atkins all over and over again you know, they've all tried it and it didn't work and they're like what's the next thing and so mark you know it's okay now we have another unique mechanism now it's a and then you got noom who comes out with like oh well we're an app with you know so it's like there's something unique about their approach where it's like oh i haven't heard, or heard it done this way or okay maybe it gives them new hope to move towards the thing now i'll give you an example like in uh in the coaching field so Um, I've worked with coaches who are like in the mental health field. And we, you know, there's all kinds of things with people with like, say, anxiety or depression or ADHD might go to for help, therapy, medication, um, you know, productivity coaches, you know, all these different things. Now, we're getting more and more aware in the world about how our bodies and our nervous system relate to our mental health. And there's this practice called somatics or this area called somatics, and then even more specifically, somatic experiencing stuff. So that's a new thing to the market that not, it's not generally known yet. So it's like, okay, we have the, this unique mechanism. It's like, what if therapy or medication or whatever are not getting you to where you want to go? What if there was this other approach? It's kind of like coming out with this, like what if there was another way? What if there's just like this missing piece and all you need is this new missing piece to get you over the hump, to get you moving forward again. So you got to know what that remarkability factor is. So all of that's yeah. coming back to your question of over the next few years, I, I think it's going to be all that much more important because of the huge influx of coaches and consultants that we've seen. And that I think it's going to continue uh, in the coming time. And, all the and then way of course back, there's AI toward... and that's a whole thing we could talk about too. But you know,
0: right. hundred so. percent. And then, and then all the way back to people getting fed up with all the new methods. And then it's like a return to, you know, ancient days. Right. Um, which is, you see that a lot. Like health is, I think, one of the greatest ways of witnessing all the different ways people try and market to people, um, and then all of a sudden, now we're back to plant-based diets and all this kind of stuff. So, right.
1: Sometimes it does come full circle. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So interesting. What is your vision for your life in business next twelve to eighteen months? Um, well, my here, here's my vision,
1: probably a little bit further than twelve to eighteen months, but then that, yeah. that'll explain my what I'm focused on for the next 12 to 18 months. So my vision for, you know, scaling my own income and impact is as I continue to refine and hone my own signature methods and the frameworks that make those up, um, I want to get to where, well, it's my process that is the thing people are buying into. Right. And not just me, because then what that allowed me to do is now, hire other coaches and train them or license it or certify it. I haven't decided yet, but there are different directions you can go with that, right? Yeah. So what I'm doing right now though, is I'm uh, I'm switching my model to be more evergreen. So instead of working with like cohorts in my group programs so, for like three months, you know, you start, you stop, that's it. Um, or my mastermind, six months, start, stop, that's it. It's more like people can come in at any point um, and figuring out like, how can we structure that drawing from these frameworks and signature methods so that without having to launch and promote, you know, multiple times during the year, um, without having to exhaust myself with that, and without people having to wait a few months to come in and and work with me, um, that's what I've recently made that shift. So the next 12 to 18 months will be focused on making my offers more evergreen, refining the frameworks, and then in a couple years, um, as as the audience grows and the demand is, is there, I'll start making decisions about how to scale by having other people involved in delivery, product delivery. That So it's not just me.
0: Sweet. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show, for sharing about your life and your business. For those of you out there listening, maybe you have something you want to teach. Uh, creating the systems for scale is pretty dang important, as most of you who have tried to do this know. Because if you don't, you're oftentimes going to find yourself working yourself to the bone and probably not making the money or the freedom that you want, which is what we're all about here at the Freedom Chasers Podcast so write down something you learn, share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom is acquired one action at a time. And if you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Very cool. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show.